Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? What have you been up to? How does it feel being world famous? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I feel like we're going to be on some sort of reality show next. Do you? Yeah. We're, at that, we're getting to that level. <laughs> well, I don't think there is any desire or need or want for any sort of <laughs> podcast based reality tv show. if you were going to go on any reality tv show which one would you want to do uh can oh no that oh do you know what popped into my head what? it's not even a reality show it's like it's more of a game show i'll show my age krypton factor oh you'd be good on the krypton factor because you're quite intelligent and you're quite fit <laughs> I always remember watching the nerds try and do that assault course. It yeah. make me really laugh. Yeah. Like we're aging ourselves there. Nobody will know what we're talking <laughs> about. Google the Krypton factor. It was like part mind-based intelligence tasks and then halfway through they'd have to run an assault Random course. Random assault course. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> I used to enjoy that though. It was good. It's not a reality show though. No. I, I, I see you on like Dancing on Ice or Strictly Come Dancing or something I can like barely that, ice skate. I have been ice skating few times i can barely stand up i've been ice skating once i think i got around once and just went off and went to the bar <laughs> you're like that's it i'm retired yeah, i'm done with this when i was on one of my recent holidays yeah. i went roller skating okay which i found a bit easier than what i remember ice skating being i only fell over once in an hour oh that's good but it was a big fall oh was it, Did it hurt? yeah we get we're getting to the age of I was, where it was right on my fall. hip and Ooh. like i felt like everyone stopped because it was a real like thwack Ooh. on the floor we're getting to that age now where we have a fall instead of fall over. Yes. I think you're getting to that sort of age. But I was on eight wheels, to be fair. Yeah, where fair my they weren't, were they rollerblades or roller skates? Knew, where my feet usually are. <laughs> uh, they were skates. Okay. So I suppose it's a bit more balancey than yeah. ice skates. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> Nor me. It was which reality show would you want to go on? Taskmaster a reality show. No. <laughs> I don't want to go on anything like... I don't watch any reality show. What about... Uh, What's just like a low effort reality show? I don't want to... Gogglebox. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Me and you on Gogglebox would yeah, be brilliant. We I'll should apply. 100% do that. Next I'm not interested we... in like Love is Blind or... What about Big Brother? Oh, the old school. That's coming back. Is it? Yeah. ITV. I probably. wouldn't... I, I mean, I don't think I'd mind doing it, but the problem is the other people... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do have to live with other people. Who are going to be idiots. Yeah. Because that's... How reality TV, TV show works. Yeah, but you on your own in the Big Brother house would be really dull. I'd have a great time. You, I would, I, but I don't know if anybody else would. I, I fear the ratings would... <laughs> that would finish that show off once and for all. That show that's <laughs> been finished off many times before and is now coming back again. Anyway, we've gone off on a tangent already. It was early. Would you, what would you do? Ooh, probably Big Brother. Okay. Or I wouldn't do The Jungle. I'd like the 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 idea of going to Australia sounds nice, but yeah. everything else about that show sounds horrendous. Like I was what I'd seen a clip of it the other day, and Matt Hancock was in a tiny room with loads of pigeons, and I'm like, oh really? I will never feel sorry for Matt Hancock, but I would also never go in that room. <laughs> what about one of the like more intense ones, like like uh, one of these like SAS Commando? Ones? No way, me. You have got to go and do a week of. You're joking, aren't you? I don't even go on my own treadmill, <laughs> and that's in this room. Yeah, but that's not all just physical, is it? Some of that is yeah, like... Yeah, but it's also people showering at you. I don't like that either. 
No, that's definitely not for me. I'd like a nice one, like the Bake Off. Maybe the Bake Off. Oh, right, yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Or, or go back. I mean, I, put me on Drink Masters or something. Yeah. Ready, steady, cook. Do I still make that? <laughs> no, don't think so. <laughs> anyway, we've gone off on a proper tangent already. Where were we? What have you been up to this week? Have you done anything nice? Uh, what have I done this week? I, um, I think... I've, I've no nothing exciting. Uh, my... We went out for dinner. Together. Oh yeah, we That's did. Really oh, no. <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, we went. We went and ate loads of pizza. I had three pizzas in one night. It was a uh, you, pizza. You had a, You made a sterling effort. I had a three course pizza meal. Having a, a pizza for your starter, <laughs> for your obviously for your main course, and then a, and also a dessert pizza. Yeah, I regretted it the next morning. It was lovely at the time. Triple stacking. It was very lethargic the next day. <laughs> There's a lot of dough. <laughs> Felt very doughy. But it was amazing. You must have ingested a lot of cheese and bread yeah. in that meal. But it was, it was lovely. It was. It was beautiful. Pizza Punks in Leicester, it was called. It, yeah. There's a few all around the country, there I are. think. So, yeah, if you check in, check, if you live near a Pizza Punks, definitely check them out. Can't speak for all the others, but the one we went to was very nice. Yes, agreed. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it very much. It was nice to, to hang out socially. It was, yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was a. It's a very nice night. Good. Uh, it just makes me. Think, I'm just getting quite hungry thinking about it <laughs> right now. So, me too. Let's yeah, it was that was the highlight of my week socially and probably non-socially. Good. Me too. Absolutely, so, me too. Should we get into some Netflix news? Yes. Are you ready to news me up? Yeah. Let's start uh, with one of the things we most like when it comes up in a new news story. And that is a new feature on Netflix. Ooh, I do love a new Netflix We like feature. a new button. We like a new feature. And imminently, you can find on Netflix a new feature, which will... Uh, well, it should be there now, but it depends when you update your app. Uh, it is also available uh, over the internet, though. You should be able to see all the devices currently linked to your account, and you will be able to remotely log them out. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, you know, you have a... Sign into your Netflix on a, I don't know, a smart TV in a hotel. Yeah. Log that one out. Definitely so no log that one out. Freeloads you. <laughs> uh, you know. If you share your account with somebody you don't like anymore. Yeah, exactly. log them out. Yeah. So I kind of saw this and I was like, ah, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Why is it taking so <laughs> yeah, long? Yeah, well, I didn't even know you couldn't do that. <laughs> exactly. That was, that was kind <laughs> of my reaction. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can, um, for each device, you'll see the type of hardware uh, that has logged in uh, the profile that was most recently used to watch something on that device the last time netflix streamed something to it and the approximate location based on the ip address interesting the new manage access and devices page is now available on the web ios and android mm, i might have to take a look at that see who's logged in and who's not yeah i think so that'll be really interesting mm. uh, apparently previously the only option you did have was to log out of all devices. Oh, and then log back in individually. Yeah. Well, that seems really backwards. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, you can... Uh, any freeloaders, kick them out. I will do. Kick them out. Okay. I've noticed some suspicious activity on my YouTube account lately. Oh, really? But I can't but figure out how to log it. out. Yeah. I can't... F- there's, there's like liked videos that I haven't oh, watched. Oh, I see. So I don't... Know, but I don't know how to log out. Are you prepared to share what videos have been liked so that you're not... They're, they're just like... Normal videos, okay. but the ones I haven't been watching. Oh, hey, I wasn't saying that you were into anything not normal. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went, so I went on because you, you can go on the history as well. Sure. There's loads of videos on there that's not me that's watching them. Okay. 
So it was like, but I can't figure out how to change the password or log out. Ghost. Look, look twice now. YouTube ghost. YouTube ghost. No, somebody's somebody's in my account. They shouldn't be. Anyway, next. Netflix are rebooting the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, excellent! Which I I know Disney sort of did maybe three movies. Yeah, a long time ago. Dropped out sort of 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. I more remember like the BBC adaptation yeah, that like I watched at school 80s? in the 80s and 90s. But that was all kind of chunky sets and, yeah. and makeup. Uh, well, Netflix have uh, got the rights. Apparently, they signed a deal with the estate of C.S. Lewis. In October 2018. Oh, wow. A long time ago. Which predates this podcast, which is probably why I didn't know about this. Place. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, and they... So that's quite a long time ago. Yeah, it is. I know a lot of stuff's happened till then, since then in the world. But they are now apparently uh, looking to wrap up a deal with a director for this franchise. And okay. they are eyeing up uh, none other than Greta Gerwig. Oh, right. Interesting. Who is currently... Uh, finishing the Barbie movie. <laughs> uh, and they want to try and sign her up, uh, according to sources, to two movies. Right, okay. For the Chronicles of Narnia adaptation. Do you only ever really think of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but there's loads more, isn't there? Maybe there's like six books yeah. in the series. Interesting. That'd be good. I feel like that's a prime, a good fit for Netflix. Do you think? That sort of genre, isn't it? Yeah, I it's guess kind so. Of like, like fantasy dramas. They're kind of into that. Yeah. I, They'll just throw money at it. I, I just think what's... I'm not trying to tie all this fantasy genre with the same brush, yeah. but I'm about to go and do it anyway. Okay, do it. What is going to separate this from... Yeah, I get that. Lord of the Rings or... There's a lot of this type of thing on Netflix, I feel. Yeah. Witchy. Orky. That's what I mean. It's, that's why I thought it felt like a fit because it's. Yeah. They do a lot of it. Whether it'll be uh, good or not is another question. But I it's guess. It's a good director to try and get on board. It's, a, it's a prime property. It's a, it's a franchise it? that people love, isn't it? So. Sure. A lot of people will be into it. You could make them a lot of money if it's successful. The next piece of news is, I think. Uh, unfortunately, not relevant to us here in the UK. Oh. But a team-up that I think everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> okay. In a lovely piece of marketing by Netflix. They have done a a bit of a deal with a, a chain called Casper over in the States. They make mattresses. They do make mattresses. I've, I've seen adverts on YouTube and on Instagram. I, I think. feel like I might listen to a couple of podcasts that they yeah. may adv- advertise on. Well, a lovely bit of marketing synergy is that Netflix have teamed up with Casper to uh, host a number of screenings of the upcoming film Slumberland. Ah, that's a clever idea. In their stores. In the shop. You can yeah. go and watch it in the shop whilst lying in a bed. Exactly. Uh, specifically in New York. Uh, for a limited time, Casper uh, will host a series of screenings with snacks and refreshments included on November the 19th and November the 20th. Viewers are encouraged to arrive in their pyjamas. That's this very weekend. That is we this weekend, talking. yeah. By the time you listen to this, it will have happened too late. Unlucky. <laughs> uh, and also surprise giveaways. I d- Apparently, Casper... So you might... You, 
this might be available after the fact. I don't know. Uh, online access. They also want to provide to the what they're calling the world's largest slumber party. Okay. Um, I don't know if I fancy watching a. I, I mean, I'd go, but in a shop. A butcher film in a bed shop. In seems my pajamas. Bit, yeah, it seems a bit strange. <laughs> And they're just going to try and want to sell your mattresses, surely. Probably. They'll be like, oh, they're comfortable, aren't they? You've enjoyed this film watching this mattress. The shop looks nice, though. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean. It's like a shop. <laughs> I think they do sell over here, but I don't think they have any stores over here. I think though. that's correct. I'm sure other mattress people are available. Um, something we've been talking about for a long time. <laughs> okay, yeah. It, ages and, and we may have mentioned it only last week I think or we did maybe the week, week before i did not know this was happening netflix's reluctance to live stream stuff yeah be it news or, or just even sports. if it's not a live event use your homepage for yeah trailers or you know whatever yeah, you well, want they do all these event they do these in-house events on youtube don't yeah they? presentations like things like to dumb yeah so News has emerged this week that Netflix will be doing its first ever live streamed show. Okay. And it will happen early next year. There is no date set. Uh, do you know what it's going to be? I do because I can see this headline in front of me, but... It's going to be... I didn't before this. A stand-up comedy set. Yeah. By young up-and-comer <laughs> Chris Rock. Chris Rock's doing a live stand-up set on Netflix. Yeah. And if there'll be any special guests appearing. <laughs> uh, Robbie Pro, who is Netflix's vice president of stand-up and comedy. <laughs> okay. Says, Where do these people keep coming from? <laughs> says, Chris Rock is one of the voices, uh, one of the most iconic and import important comedic voices of our generation. We are thrilled that the entire world will be able to experience a live Chris Rock comedy event and be a part of Netflix history. This will be an unforgettable moment and we are so honoured that Chris is carrying the torch. Nice. This is a proof of concept to see if they can do it because yes. we were only saying last week that they're after like live sports and things. We did. We did. And so they're just going to like try and prove the technology, aren't they? That's all this is. Also, and I think this is only a, probably a minor part of it because, you know, obviously the UK isn't Netflix's prime market. Yeah. But now that Netflix is in like the ratings game. Yeah. It is probably, like you say, also a proof of concept to say, well, I might yeah. tune in at this time. Yeah, this many people. See there. if it pops a rating. Yeah. On the uh, the old Barb system. Hmm. So yeah. Early next year, we will update when a date is announced. It's, it's difficult for something like Netflix because there, there aren't any that I know of, like TV networks all over the world that are the same all over the world. Yes. So otherwise, if Netflix is streaming something live, they've got to do that everywhere. So it's going to be like well, I guess two you in the can morning. Block stuff. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel right to do that. If you're going to stream something that's, say, 8 o'clock America time, you're going to be at 2 o'clock in the morning well, here. Well, true. Yeah. Just, there isn't any other TV channels that have to cross those boundaries, shall we say? Yeah. You get simulcasts, but they're on different networks. Yeah, true, but. true. Yes, because if you're watching a, a sporting event from another country, it's not no. on the same. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to We get. would not watch it on the same channel which it is being in America, yeah. broadcast from wherever from. Yeah, good point, good mm. point. We'll keep our eye on that. It'll be an interesting one. Next off the production live for Netflix in their big queue of video game adaptations... 
This is on Netflix's own news site. I know. We rarely <laughs> use. We very rarely use the Netflix's own <laughs> website for news. But okay, make of that what you will <laughs> about the reliability of uh, <laughs> of their website. But there you go. Uh, the announcement this week that Netflix has confirmed a Gears of War adaptation is coming. Okay. I've never played Gears of War. Have you? A little bit years and years ago, probably for about half an hour. <laughs> okay. So no then. <laughs> I'm aware of it. Yeah, I'm aware of it. I've just never played hand. it. Uh, they have said, Netflix, that there will be a live action film adaptation and an animated series. Because you know they love to double up on this sort yeah, of thing. When you're going to have a, a property, you might franchise. as well use it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone's not aware, Gears of War follows the Delta Squad. Okay. A ragtag crew of infantry members locked in mortal combat with the Locust Horde, a monstrous race of genetically altered humans from the underground. <laughs> well, I, the other thing I do know about Gears of War is that Dave Batista, for years, has been campaigning to play the lead role in this oh, has he really? franchise. I wonder if he'll uh, get his, uh, get his wish. He also tweeted something to that effect this week after this was announced. I really want to do this. So, just for anyone who's keeping count, uh, Netflix has currently got upcoming video game adaptations in the work now for Gears of War, Assassin's Creed, Sonic, uh, which is uh, their animated series that's yeah, coming out next just, month, yeah. uh, and Bioshock. Uh <laughs> Amongst others, yeah, which I know we've talked about, and I can't remember. Yeah, there are more than that. The Bioshock one's really interesting because that that's got the potential to be very pretty. I would say so. Yeah, this is just going to be soldiers versus zombies, but the Bioshock one's got a lot more appeal to me, shall we say? Sure. Next, how'd you feel about aliens? The films or the actual beings? The the films. I don't mind them. Uh, is it time for a reboot? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do well, we need a reboot of Alien? Looks to be you. Uh, I think depends. We're getting a reboot of everything. Because so we might as well. if we're staying away from all that pretentious Ridley Scott gumph yeah. from like Prometheus and stuff, <laughs> maybe. True. We'll also stay away from that brainless garbage that was like alien versus predator <laughs> <laughs> well it's happening uh the director of the most recent evil dead movie fede alvarez uh, has got the nod from none other than ridley scott to start work on a new film okay uh, and the lead has uh well not, i won't say cast but is in talks to start and it's nearly the deal's nearly done for kaylee spaney Kaylee Spaney. To lead the movie. Nice. She's already uh, started dressing up as an alien in this picture. <laughs> uh, she's, got, she's got a big future ahead of her, this, this okay. lady. Because uh, another movie we talked about weeks and weeks ago. She's also got the lead role in Sophia Coppola's Priscilla Presley biopic. Oh, okay. Biopic. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so, so that's she's two gonna, big she's, roles for her. Yeah, she's going to become a name that we're aware of. I, I would say so. Cool. Um, Good for her. Not much known about this other than it is not a direct sequel to the original movies and does not follow Ridley Scott's boring, pretentious Prometheus <laughs> movies. Oh, so we're going off in a different direction? Apparently so. Nice. That's always good. 
keeps the franchise fresh. That's what you're all about. Talking about sequels. Uh, oh, wow. It's been confirmed by SS Rajamouli that he has started work along with his father, oh. who he writes with, uh, on a sequel to the epic RRR. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's exciting news. We did an RRR watch along in our Discord. What a movie. <laughs> what a movie indeed. It's fantastic. Available on Netflix. Yeah. It's, it is three hours long though. and But you don't even notice. It's so, it's and I hate long movies, but it's it's so good. Uh, yes, the director attended a screening event of the movie uh, in Chicago last weekend, and confirmed the news that they have started work on the story to RRR two. <laughs> now, the only slight caveat to it is that it's not going to be his next movie. Okay. Uh, because. It's going to be his movie after next because the next movie that he's going to be working on is a, a another globe-trotting action adventure, <laughs> as yet untitled. But he said it's going to be a kind of James Bond or Indiana Jones, but with Indian roots. James Bond or Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah, Not quite sure. Yeah, an archaeological spy, spy, <laughs> Indian secret spy. agent. I'm up for it. I I, I loved our, our, our. It was so much fun. Would RRR2 be called RRRRRR? Maybe. <laughs> or RRR2D2. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on, definitely. Throw, I want to see it throw them at tonight. Oh, it's going to be like Please. four and a half hours long though, isn't it? Uh, a bit of an update on the new structure at DC Studios. Oh, yeah. We mentioned this a few weeks ago. For the big story a few weeks ago that James Gunn and Peter Safran are now holding the keys to that kingdom. And they have said this week, uh, they have now officially started their roles. Okay. So James Gunn is, is done with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which comes out March next Soon, year, I yeah. think. Uh, and they are in, they're in their offices at DC and have said over the last week or so that... They're mapping out an eight to ten year plan for this universe. Wow. Certainly sounds like aping the Marvel model. Yeah. What's that? Twenty films? Yeah. Um Wow. I don't Saf- know. Have we got that much time left in the <laughs> in superhero movies before they completely stagnate? Is it too late to start? Yeah, with I think this it stuff? is. I think it is. But I think even the Marvel movies are showing a bit of stagnation. I, I would so. say so. I would say so. And DC's way, way behind them. They're starting on the back foot, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Safran said, this is a unique opportunity to tell one great overarching story. One beautiful big story across film, television, gaming, live action and animation. Yeah, so they are taking the Marvel route. The opportunity to make DC as great as it can be and as it should be, that is the reason why I'm doing this job because I know that we can do that. We've spent the last couple of days 
with a group of some of the best thinkers in the industry, the best writers in the industry, and have started to map out an eight to 10 year plan of what it is going to look like in theatre, in TV, in animation, across the board for all these characters. I think if you're going to make this work, you've got to draw a line under what you've got and completely start afresh. Recast everything. Yeah. Re-get new directors, new writers. And part of that... Start again. ...is really interesting. Is that We talked earlier about Dave Bautista sort of campaigning yeah. for a role he wants. Well, Jason Momoa <laughs> already is already one. in yeah. the DC universe. He's Aquaman, yeah? Yeah, he is, yeah. Well, he's sort of made a few comments and, and tweets and retweets that he quite fancies the role of Lobo in, no, his, you can't in the DC it. universe. <laughs> Who's like an alien bounty hunter. Oh, you're already in. You can't be two people. <laughs> you can't if you're sticking with that timeline, surely. You... No. I... Gonna, this is going to get complicated, Yeah, man. it is. Surely you've got to pull the plug and start again. You've got to draw the line, haven't you? You've got to say, right, we'll stop in here. Yeah. We'll finish at the next... The... Got to forget that, I think that Shazam's big, coming, fit, muscly guy was in the old yeah. batch. He's going to be someone else in this batch. I, I would just say, no, you can't come Hey, back. Chris Evans was... Has been two Marvel characters. Yeah, true. He could do it. It just doesn't feel right. I feel like I'd want to start a complete fresh, recast everybody, and just forget it. <laughs> forget the past. Look to the future. Yeah, so one big story over eight to ten years. That's what they're saying. Good luck to him. They're going to need a lot of luck and a lot of... Uh, this going to have to pull off something good. The first one they bring out is going to have to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, really. It and it'll be interesting to see what they choose as well. Yeah, it will. Because if you look at Marvel, Iron Man was not necessarily the obvious no, choice. No, absolutely. I mean, the obvious choices for DC are Superman and Batman, but both of those are completely we stagnant characters. don't need characters. them to be launching this thing, do no. they? No, and if you try and do that, you're going to be in real trouble. Yeah. Nobody's interested in it. I don't know. I don't know Wait, where especially, especially with Batman, because you've got... What's Robert Pattinson? What's going on there? Yeah, exactly. Or Ben Affleck, he's still Batman. Yeah. So is Robert Pattinson. Yeah. What are we doing? How? Yeah. (laughs) They need. They need to like. Yeah. What's going on? Mm. It's going to be a really interesting few months while we find out. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's a lot to start with. Yeah. Good luck to him. They're going to need it. Uh, I I I know we're jumping around a little bit here, but. Back to uh, video game adaptations. Yeah. Uh, because Variety has reported this week that Lionsgate is getting in on the action. Okay. Uh, and they uh, have got the rights and are adapting Streets of Rage. <laughs> okay, that's random. I was not expecting Which that. Which I do remember playing. Yeah, I do. When I was a kid. Yeah. I've played it recently. Have I think you? it came out on Steam a while back. Yeah. Or on Game Pass, Did maybe. Did you have fun? Yeah, it's all right. I Which used is, to love them when I was a kid. It was basically a, a side-scrolling beat, beat beat em up, up, yeah. wasn't it? All games were at that sort of time period. It was fun. Yeah. I, I remember it being. Uh, yeah, Lionsgate has landed the motion picture rights, and they have enlisted uh, a chap called Derek Kolstad to write the movie. Now, I don't know if, that you necessarily have heard of him, but... He uh, was part of the writing team on John Wick and its sequels. So okay. They're kind very of successful. A yeah. Uh, They're very successful movies. Uh, Colstad said, uh, when it was first mentioned uh, that I could have the chance to write 
contribute to a Streets of Rage movie, I was immediately freaking in. <laughs> the 10-year-old me is still grinning. Yeah, I can see that. But it was like an iconic game of the early 90s. If you're that like, sort of age. Are they cops? They're, they're trying to you they're trying to take down like yeah, it's street gangs, crime rings, mean. aren't they? Yeah, I think they're ex-cops. Oh, okay. So they they don't live outside the law. Right. If I remember the story very from a very long time yeah, ago. Yeah, sure. I think they were ex-cops who banded together to take down street gangs and hoodlums. Yeah. So there's a film there. Sure. <laughs> Just from those definitely. three words there's a film there. Cool, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, and then the final bit of news this week is a sad bit of news. Yeah, a very sad bit of news. Uh, and that is that at the uh, sadly young age of, of only 66, yeah. uh, the passing of Kevin Conroy. Yeah. The best Batman? Apparently so. Yeah, that's how a Quite lot of people possibly. say so. Yeah. Uh, who voiced Batman for 30 years. Wow. Across animation, video games, uh, animated films as well. I, I, I certainly remember, again, going back to my youth, I used to love watching Batman the Animated Series. Mm. It was a great show. Yeah. Great show. I've played yeah. some of the games that he's voiced him in. Yeah. The the Batman to Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a comment. Well, it's true. Well, it is, yeah, absolutely true. They were uh, both brilliant vo- uh, voice performances. Yeah, 100%. Um. Sad news. Yeah, rest in peace. How do you follow that? 36 years is the same voice. I know. Or 30 odd years. Yeah. Now somebody else has got to come in and take over. Yeah. Wow. Big shoes to fill. Rest in peace. That's the news. Good news. Well done. How have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've I've only really watched one thing because I didn't realise it was four hours long. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought, first I thought it was just a one-off. Right. And then I realized that was episodes, and each episode is an hour long. But that's not a criticism because I'm having a great time. Cool. Uh, I'm watching FIFA Uncovered. Okay, yeah, I'm going to watch this. For the World Cup, which I'm still not sure I'm going to watch yeah. much of, if any. Uh, but my God, this is an interesting documentary. Really? Is it good? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll yeah. check this out. I, it's more wide ranging than I thought. I thought oh, it was right, going to okay. be a focus on the Qatar World Cup. But yeah. it's not. You, we literally go through. How corrupt FIFA has been forever from the basically since the concept of the World Cup. Wow, okay, because that's interesting. That's how they make their money, yeah. And there's been payments going all over the shop, wow, to secure votes, <laughs> advertising. It's one of those like big secrets in the in the world where everybody knows it's real. <laughs> it's like everybody knows FIFA's corrupt, but nobody likes to admit it yeah. until now. Uh, and they investigated themselves, obviously, yeah. later on, and surprisingly, didn't, didn't find, find anything, anything wrong. <laughs> uh, it's, but oh, the other thing that surprised me about it is that all the key players who are in this documentary, in, in sort of library footage, are also in this as a talking head. Oh, really? So there's loads of those that are still alive. Yeah. There's loads of, like, basically selling each other down the road, like, oh, that oh, guy's nice. a shithead, that guy's a don't <laughs> trust that guy, don't trust that guy. Like, Blatter sitting there being interviewed. Oh, he's in it? Yeah. Oh, wow. And and loads of other people as well. I'm definitely uh, going to watch this. It's, yeah, it's four episodes, an hour in each episode. Fascinating stuff. Cool. Um, I'll look, check it out. I, I, I don't know. Look, I don't want to get too serious, but I'm, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what to do about the world. I, usually the only time I really watch football is this sort of tournament. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's not a... 
doesn't it doesn't feel normal. There's no buzz for it. There's no there? there's buzz. No, that's right. We were yeah. saying that at work today. Usually the pubs are all covered in flags and the people yeah. are driving around with flags on their cars. There's nothing like that. This yeah. that now, people are almost like it doesn't happen. It's not happening. Yeah, I'm not going to watch any of it. I'm not. In, I'm not interested in it. Yeah, not not in the slightest. I I would. I think it puts like players in a difficult position it does. as well because like even if you want to make some sort of protest, what can you do? What can and, you do? Uh, I mean, they've announced today, two days before it starts, that they're banning alcohol sales in the stadiums. Yeah. Two days before it starts. Which was obviously always the plan. Sure. But they just, just want to sell all the tickets along. first. Yeah. yeah. They just want to sell all the tickets yeah. first. It's a disgrace. It's, it's like, an absolute disgrace. It's like Woodstock 99 all <laughs> It is. You feel like something like that's going to happen at this tournament. <laughs> something, this is going to be a catastrophe, this tournament. It's not going to end well. And, and don't you think as well, if you win this tournament, it's kind of tainted. The, the the winning of this trophy, yeah, is tainted what, by this. Can you imagine tournament. if you're like a, you know, you you whatever country, whatever team is there on that last day going up to receive that trophy? Yeah, you you'd like to think, well, it's not. They've it's worked not all right. Yeah. It's, these footballers have worked all their lives to hold a, to lift yeah. a World Cup trophy. That's the the one dream of every footballer in the we world. Shouldn't be it. We shouldn't be in a place that has no human rights. Yeah. and yeah let uh, look it's not for this podcast let's no, get me not. started on uh certain famous ex-footballers in this country who may be married to a spice girl <laughs> that have taken tens and tens of millions of pounds yeah to go and basically work for the qatar tourist board <laughs> yeah it's it's it leaves that, a very why is that guy's getting no flack and i do not understand why joe lice is all over it yeah i know he's he seen it it's yeah. brilliant <laughs> but Absolute yeah you're right dirty he, money. david beckham can do no wrong we've said the name now <laughs> he can do no wrong in this country <laughs> he can do no wrong in this country it's it's, it's, it's disgusting and it, what he's doing is very wrong yeah um but yeah you're right it is disgusting i'm i have no interest i'm not going to watch any of it go t- watch the documentary instead i will do and whenever it, there's a game on, I'll put an episode. yeah it's <laughs> fascinating stuff the it level really of the cor- of corruption is it was just endemic and whoever wins this tournament this, this is completely tainted by its build-up. I love that we now call slaves immigrant workers. That's their new ta- that's the new word for slave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why do we need a new word for slave? That's slaves have built these stadiums, not immigrant workers. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Disgusting. Anyway. I will, I, also, they don't need a plug from me. And it's not <laughs> often I give a shout out to a, a, another podcast. But I'm going to do it later. So oh yeah, okay. Yeah. If if you are like interested in football and some of the issues behind the Qatar World Cup, I do recommend uh, this week uh, the episodes that the Guardian Football Weekly have done. Okay. So they're doing their usual sort of preview the football. Yeah. You know the the sort of boring this team could do quite a blah blah. Yeah. But then they're doing like 45 minutes extra on a different topic every episode. So okay. they've done a t- they've done. Um, the rights and the issues for uh, gay people in Qatar, yep. migrant workers, slaves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, there's there's some more. I think they're doing one every every day of this week. They're okay. The two that I've listened to, uh, and it's it's a real eye opener. Yeah, through your ears. <laughs> it's a real ear opener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. How about you? What have you watched? Uh, I finished off the Cabinet of Curiosities. I've done all eight of those now. I think the last one might be the best one. Okay. It's a proper horror story. It's a ghost Brilliant. story. And it's Andrew Lincoln's in it. Yes. And yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I thought that was really good. 
So yeah, overall, I think that series has been great. There's a Excellent. couple that are not not that are weaker than the others, but you're always going to get that in an anthology, aren't you? Sure, but I guess out of the eight of them, so four, four are great, four are great, four are great, two are good, two good are not hit, good. Two, hit, yeah, right? absolutely. You've got to be into Guillermo del Toro's style. They're all like weird monster movies, yeah, except for the last one, which is a ghost story. So. <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked it a bit more. Uh, I also watched a film this week. I watched, okay. We said last we mentioned it last week on the show. We mentioned Synchronic had joined Netflix. Yes. Which was Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson's new, yeah. well, not new movie, but new to Netflix mm-hmm. movie. Very much enjoyed that. Really? I highly recommend it. I will check that. It wasn't, I, I hadn't read anything about it before. No. Because I know with their movies that you just don't just go in open-minded to them. So I didn't know what, I didn't even know Anthony Mackie was in it, but he is. Um, and it's time travel and it's great. And it's 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 really simple. It's a lot like the infinite. It's really like one location. The endless. The endless. What's the infinite? I don't know. Okay, the endless. It's called the endless. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot like the endless. It's one location, not many cast, and just telling this great story. And it was really good. I've really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. Brilliant. And I also watched the. Fir- I've only watched the first episode, so I'm not going to claim to be an expert on this topic. But I watched the first episode of Ancient Apocalypse. Ooh. which is a i'm aware of this right? it's a new documentary show that's appeared on netflix and it's there's this guy and he's always been branded as a nut job a conspiracy theorist um nobody in the archaeology world takes him seriously but he has this theory that civilization has been around for a lot longer than is generally accepted yeah. to be true and he's this documentary is him trying to prove that as fact. Yeah, the, the reason I'm aware of this because I've heard I've heard a few people, a couple of people at work talking about this, yeah, this uh, show. And I mean, how interesting it was. I don't know anything it's, about this guy. I don't know if he is a nut job or if if his theory is valid. Yeah, as I say, I've seen one episode, but it was very interesting. I think he is like a proper historian. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. but he's in, it's not like a David Icke. No, but in the archaeology <laughs> world, from his words, he's considered an outcast. He's yeah. not. Nobody takes him seriously. Nobody believes his theories because they, they're too set in their ways to sure. consider other ideas, basically. This is his opening gambit to this first episode. Yeah. And then he goes to this place in Indonesia and he, he basically proves that it's a lot older than generally is accepted by the okay. world. And the place looks amazing. So yeah, But I would highly recommend... I'm definitely going to watch the rest of it. I'll, I'll so, finish... Um, no, it's a yeah, I'll do hot. the last episode of Feed from Covered and then I might yeah, start that. But yeah, I'd recommend it. For just, if you're interested in like history and stuff. But it's also really interesting the way this guy was telling this story. It was really good. Excellent. Uh, that's it. That's all I've watched this week. Good. Uh, we've got a couple of apologies to make. For this first one, we need to apologise to Chris from the Time Shifters podcast. Because for some reason we've been saying it's called the Time Splitters podcast. We've not been saying that all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I I've might have been. back and listened. No, no, I haven't either. But uh, apologies. I've listened to a few of his episodes oh, as well, and right. yeah, it, it's a great show. And definitely check it out. And apologies to him for misnaming his show for as long as we have been. I here. don't know what's coming out of my mouth half the time. So. <laughs> we just waffle when we're sitting here talking to each other. It's called the Time Shifters podcast. Check it out on uh, all the podcast apps, I guess. Uh, but and we need to apologize because we also haven't done a real talk for this week because we're really shit at scheduling stuff to happen (laughs) so apologies for that we completely we remembered this morning i think and we had completely forgotten to do it don't worry there are no real talks on this episode don't worry though i've we're going retro doing a game yeah nice that was a guess uh do you know why we haven't done a game for ages we're doing a game because this week on the movie show which you can find on this very feed on Thursday. Uh, we're talking about a movie 
called Old People. We are. It is a movie called Old People. Uh, what's that about? Old People. Yeah, it is. It's about psychopathic old people. <laughs> it's a horror movie. About it's a horror movie. Old People. Uh, so I've prepared a game uh, of which I don't know if we've played it exactly like this, but I think we have done a variation previously. Uh, and it's called What's My Age Again? Okay, nice. It's your old simple higher or lower. Nice, okay. I'll give you a name of an old person <laughs> who you will have heard of. Okay. And you simply have to tell me, is the next name I give you higher, lower, older or younger? Got you. Okay. I've not opened my notes up. So okay, you might need to do that. Well prepared as ever. I'll give you a starter. So our starting point. Okay, give me a starting uh, person. Is, is a bottom of the stream alumni. Okay. Uh, and Oscar winner, I think. Right. Go on. He's won an Oscar. Who? Robert Redford. Yeah, he would have. Surely. Uh, Robert Redford. He was in The Discovery. On our show. On our show. Yeah. He was. Uh, is 86. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. So he oh. is your starting point. Okay. Younger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the next person older or younger? Go on. Uh, William Shatner. Oh, Shatner's old, man. Is he over 86 old, though? I think William Shatner might be 90. Older. Correct. He is 91. Really? Wow. Yeah. Michael Myers himself. <laughs> he doesn't look a day over 90. Doesn't look a day over plastic. He doesn't know. That's true. Cool. Good start. That We are now at the point where that Michael Myers max looks more like William Shatner than actual William Shatner does. <laughs> That's true. So. There's more plastic in the in the actual Shatner than there is in the mask. Uh, the next person yep. is Machete himself, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. He's not in his 90s. He's old, but he's not in his 90s. Younger. He is younger. 78. Nice. Okay. That makes it tougher. When you when you give me somebody who's 91, it's I mean, he's in chances are he's going to be, yeah. yeah. But 78 is a nice round age for an old person. Uh, it might get tougher. Uh, could you imagine if you were pursued by this bunch of old people, by the way? I would not fancy... <laughs> Robert Redford, Danny, Danny Trejo, Trejo and William Shatner. That'd be a good... I re- maybe I could take Shatner. I was going to ask you in the movie show about a, a Hollywood remake of old people. Okay. Well, it's just these people, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You might have, you might have scuppered that. Uh, okay. After Danny Trejo, your next person is Dame Julie Andrews. Oh, flip julie andrews feels like she's been around is forever. mary poppins older than machete <laughs> how old was machete 78 yeah <laughs> older correct she's 87 julie andrews is yeah wow i suppose you'd always imagine julie andrews is quite young looking though don't you because she's always looks young yeah 87 that's not old though well it is i mean it's all a matter of perspective age is relative isn't it the to follow julie andrews is uh, none other than Dr. Emmett Brown. It's Christopher Lloyd. Ooh. 87. Is he older or younger? Uh, that feels like that's going to be closer. But I don't think he's that... Oh, he was great in Nobody and he was quite active in that. Younger. He is younger. Is he? I'm doing really he's well close, here. close, but he is younger. I knew it was close. What is he, 85? Ooh. Christopher Lloyd. Wow. Uh, so from... Christopher Lloyd, we go to Queen Victoria and Royal Apologist, uh, Dame Judi Dench. Royal Apologist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Judy Dench. How old was the last one? Uh, Christopher Lloyd was 84. 84. Judy Dench isn't that old. Younger. No, she's older. Is she really? 87. Judy Dench is 87. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. She does not look 87. <laughs> that's all that royal apologising. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's look- blown my mind. I honestly didn't <laughs> think she was that old. I would have added like mid 70s. From uh, from the bench, we go to uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh. Morgan Freeman. Is he older than 87? No. Younger. Uh, he is just younger. He's 85. Really? I would have said Morgan Freeman was a lot older than Judy Dench. That's I would as well. I, 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 can, I didn't know she was that old. With that fact. I didn't know she was that old. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. <laughs> okay, Morgan Freeman, 85. So yeah. we've got three left. Okay. Uh, you've only got one wrong, which is really good. Yeah, I'm quite proud so of myself. After Morgan Freeman, we have got Al Pacino. Oh. How old was Morgan Freeman? 85. I don't think Pacino's that old. Younger. He is younger. He's 82. Oh, okay. All these Hollywood legends are all in their 80s. Yeah. We're going to lose a lot of them in the next 20 years. <laughs> all of them in the next 20 years. Uh, after Pacino, this yep. is your pon- penultimate old person. <laughs> um, after Pacino, you've got Glenn Close. Ooh. 82 was Pacino? Yeah. Glenn Close is younger than that. She is a sprightly... 75. Oh, wow. Youngest so far. Yeah. So, to finish off, the final person, I hope we've already mentioned him once, or one of his <laughs> characters, actually, Okay. Uh, is Harrison Ford. Nice. Older than, what was the last one? 75. Glenn, so bad. Glenn Close, 75. Harrison Ford is definitely older than that. Older. 88. <laughs> yeah, he's not 88. <laughs> Playing Indiana Jones this year. Next year, come out. Okay. He what? is older, you're correct. I know. What is he? 80. Oh, is he really? So I thought he was older than that, genuinely. Yeah. Wow. You wouldn't have said, would you? There's only five years between Morgan Freeman and Harrison Ford. I wouldn't have said that. No. My perception of the two of them. And I wouldn't have thought Judy Dench was older than both of them. <laughs> you sure you've got that right? I double checked. Genuinely blow you're, my mind. You're, um, <laughs> you're outraged. With I'm maybe not outraged. I'm just, I think she looks great for that age. Uh, she was born on the 9th of December, 1934. Oh, goodness me. Wow. So she'll be... She'll, yeah, be, she'll very, be 88. Very, very nearly. Next, next month. month. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. She looks great. Good for her. I hope I look that good at 87. <laughs> I'm not living to 87. Good game. Good game. I really enjoyed that. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I, th- I think we have done it before, but I really very much enjoyed it. Good I, can't remember. I knew we'd done an age one before, but I don't know if we did it with old people. Or just no, I don't think we did. People. I think it was just generally people. Yeah. I think you called it What's My Age Again as well. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. yeah, I did. <laughs> Everybody's doing the Blink-182 stuff this time of year. John I Lewis I try- used to Blink-182 songs. Have they? I've not yeah. seen that. I tried to get tickets to the Blink-182 reunion tour. Really? Completely failed. Really? Yeah. It was Why like not? lunchtime the day they came out. Because it was when I was on holiday. Yeah. And uh, no, they'd all gone. Wow. Well, I could get a... I could have got it from a corrupt ticket website Don't do that. three times the price. Well, I was like, no, I'm not. I got Peter K tickets next, last weekend. Oh, good. I was quite Yeah, but he's quite doing happy. like a million shows. He is. He's going to be so rich. 
He's going to be so rich. Oh, I wanted to mention in the news, the, as um, people were tweeting on Twitter that they got tickets, Netflix were responding with a trailer for The Crown. Oh, really? I've that's, seen it like four or five times. Odd. And I'm like, that's that's been auto set up. Yeah. But it makes me wonder if Netflix have got some sort of deal going on. Oh, why would they do you think Peter Kay might have done a... Yeah, maybe. Right That's deal. just in my head. That's Why would Netflix be responding to this? Yeah, that's a some one of the their streamers are going to fight for fucking tooth and nail for that stand up show. What was that head of stand up called earlier on? He'll be all over it. Oh, Johnny Rawplug or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> His name was. <laughs> He'll be all over it. I love that Netflix have got a vice president of stand up when there's like ten stand up shows on Netflix. That guy's got the easiest job in the world. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the streamers are going to go mad for that tour. That they reckon PK can make a hundred million quid from that. Yeah, sure, sure. easily. I know that's probably conservative. Yeah, probably. All said and done. Yeah, it's a retirement tour, isn't it? But it's wow. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, I always wonder. I mean, it's just it's your job, isn't it? So you just do it. But I always think the world of stand-up is quite interesting because you hone these shows. Yeah, and. They're pretty brutal tours, you know, whether you're yeah, at the, absolutely. the bottom end of the chain or you're trying something ambitious like he is. And to to actually, I've got a lot of respect for actually going and hitting the beat every time. Yeah. And just, just, and I know you can have a bit of a riff with it, but being consistently funny for, for the next time. five or six years, he's just doing the same routine. Yeah. When I got tickets, I could have got them for February 2025. Exactly. So this is a three-year arena tour. Yeah. I mean, he's only doing weekends. He's only doing Fridays and Saturdays. But even so, it's it's a big old tour. You've got to be funny every weekend for the next three years. <laughs> it takes a... Well, he's going to make the money for it, but it's going to take a lot of his time up. Anyway... So like, we probably should get out of here and uh, sure. go and talk about some old people. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this movie. No, normally I'm really excited to talk about old people. It's one of those, what, it's going to be one of those fun episodes, I think. It's a yeah. fun film in some respects. Um, and we may even briefly touch, <laughs> let me rephrase. No, I'm not <laughs> going to rephrase. I'm just going to go there. We may even touch on The Giver a little bit, which was last week's Yeah, movie. we probably should. There's been a little bit of, con- I don't want to say controversy. Everyone thinks you're wrong. <laughs> Not everyone <laughs> thinks I'm wrong. In the in the Discord. Not everyone thinks I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, look. I know one person <laughs> who I sit next to at work who will be listening to this who thinks you're very wrong. So <laughs> there we go. He just isn't very vocal in the Discord, even though I told him to be. <laughs> <laughs> Where will old people land on our very early stages stream table? This is the most bottom of the stream film we've done in a very long time. Yeah. It's this, this right in our wheelhouse, this film. It's Netflix. It's a Netflix low-budget horror movie. Yeah. It's what we, it's what we it's came here to do. Netflix's wheelhouse. It's yeah. in our wheelhouse. It's what we came here to do and it's what we're going to do. So, yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun with old people. <laughs> That's a sentence I never well, We've already had some playing that game. So, <laughs> so yeah. Come and check it out. On, uh, be back on Thursday to check it out because it'll be a fun episode. Cheers. Bye. Bye.